Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everybody. It's Nick here, and welcome to the podcast. Today, we're going to cover a topic which, for me, is absolutely crucial in both starting a business and scaling a business. It's a topic that is also very polarizing in terms of how people think about it, because it's one of those things that I think people who get it, get it, and people who haven't really experienced the power of it sort of look at it with some degree of cynicism. So the topic, without further ado, is mindset. Mindset in the context of business and certainly scaling a business, but also mindset in the context of life and how you go about things and, and, and how you attach meaning to things and ultimately how you feel about certain situations. Because someone said to me a long time ago, an old mentor of mine, that the same thing can happen to one person that can happen to another person, but it's how you associate meaning to that situation that ultimately ends up, you know, what the outcome is of what you feel. So you might've heard the term victim before. So someone might get, let's say, sacked from a job and they go and blame everybody other than themselves for that situation. Same thing could happen to another person, but they look at themselves and say, actually, you know what? I wasn't maybe putting 100% in. I wasn't engaging enough. I wasn't influencing at the right level. So as much as I'm not happy about what's happened, there's a certain degree of what happened, which was in my own making. And if you can get your head around just that simple example, um, it can make a massive difference to how you approach everything, particularly in business, you know, how you lead people how you manage situations, how you, how you manage suppliers, how you treat customers, all of those things absolutely come down to the mindset that you approach situations with. So this is a relatively longer podcast because I want to be able to take you through some of my own personal views and, and certainly some tips around this because I think ultimately if you get this early on in your either your entrepreneur journey or where you are in terms of trying to grow your business, it, it makes a big difference. So today we're going to cover why I feel mindset is critical. We're going to talk about the three elements of practical psychology that I feel you must master. And just just on that, um, I do a lot of personal development work with, and I've done it for years actually, with people like Jim Rohn and Tony Robbins. And some of that stuff, it's also often called NLP and, and those sort of things. And Again, you know, I'm sure there's a few of you just currently just leaving the podcast because I've just mentioned something that's a bit weird and out there. Uh, I implore you to stay and, you know, have a pragmatic open mind for the, the next 20 minutes or so because some of the stuff I'm going to take you through, even if you don't get it yet, just try and take it on. See how it applies to where you are now because there might be just a couple of bits that really help in your journey and can help you get to the next level. So I'll take you to that. Something else which, which I call, again, coined from Tony Robbins, the ultimate success formula, again, about how you get yourself in congruency, your mind, your emotions, your feelings in terms of, in terms of you and your business. 
conditioning yourself for success as an entrepreneur, um, a little bit about sort of momentum and and how you think about kind of the various dimensions in your life so that you also have balance. So there's quite a lot of psychology in this. And just in case you think I'm absolutely mad and have no credibility in this space, which you'd be absolutely within your rights to think, um, I actually did do a psychology degree more years ago than I care to mention. So there is a little bit of theory and experience behind this, but most of the stuff I want to cover today comes from my own personal application in my own businesses and certainly how I mentor people at the moment in terms of some of the some of the blockages that they get into with their own businesses. So if we talk about where does mindset fit in the scheme of everything? So my view, and this is again a view which has been studied um, quite um, significantly, is that the art of running a successful business, um, 70% of that comes down to your mindset. 70% comes down to your mindset. So what is that? That's your beliefs, attitude, your conditioning, you know, things that you've experienced previously and, and momentum, which I'll get into as well. Because <laughs> just on that point, sometimes when you start getting momentum and seeing success, um, things start to happen more rapidly for you. And I, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, I've said this a few times beforehand on, on various uh, social media channels, um, LinkedIn most recently, that you know when you have momentum, you can't really explain what it is, but when you've got it, you've got it and you know, and it's a very, very powerful force. So if being successful in business is 70% mindset, which is huge, what are the other things? Well, 10% is actually strategy. Strategy being kind of the decisions you make, the choices you make uh, to compete in the market, to solve a problem for your clients, the, the way that you create value. There are choices there. And, and my view on that is that's a system in many ways that you can model. And there's many people out there who have been on a similar journey. Um, no need to you know reinvent the wheel here. Work out kind of people who have got to where you want to get to and learn what they've done. Yeah. So strategy is one of these things that can, can again be quite mythical, but it's not really. It's simply choices that you need to make from informs situations and information. So if it's 70% mindset, 10% strategy, then the last bit, again, no surprises for guessing, is execution. So that's about 20%. That's what you apply. And, you know, hugely important, of course, execution, and and hence it's more than strategy. It's what, you know, landing the planes means, the 90 minutes on the pitch, to use a sporting analogy. But Those two things are not going to work well together unless, you know, you're absolutely crystal clear as a leader what you're trying to achieve. And that comes down to things like vision and values as much as it does belief and attitude. So generally speaking, what stops people moving forward in business? um, What stops people actually starting a business is fear. And that comes down to some pretty deep things um, as to how you feel about yourself and things like limiting beliefs. So again, if I go and ask people who are in a job that they hate and they've always had a dream that they want to go and start a business, create, you know, sort of more freedom and leverage for themselves, 
the reason they don't do it is not not so much because they haven't got the ability, it's because they don't believe they can do it. So again, that's mindset. And there's lots of people I know who have taken that step and, you know, managed to get themselves into a space to literally jump off the cliff and, and go and do something more entrepreneurial. And they look back and go, what was I scared about? So again, that's not really strategy and execution. It's not the idea. It's not how good you are at selling. It is about whether you're prepared to take the risk and realize that whatever happens at the other end is actually not going to be worse than you not trying at all. So, you know, I, I speak about this because I did it. I've done it. I've done it a number of times. Um, I, I wouldn't sit here and say that, you know, I'm this gung-ho guy who just, you know, takes risks for no reason. But, you know, I also believe that if you've got enough leverage and you want to create a life that you enjoy living, um, you've got to conquer this stuff. And the first experience I had with that a little while ago now was, was actually attending one of Tony Robbins' events. Uh, it's called UPW, Unleash the Power Within. And I know a lot of people who um, connect with me on LinkedIn and Facebook um, have have similar experiences. And the reason I did that a few years ago was a friend of mine back in Australia sort of was into this stuff in his 20s. And then he managed to retire when he was sort of late 20s with about $20 million in the bank. Um, and we, I'll be honest about it, we all thought the guy was a bit mad back in sort of university days, um, talking about mindset, actually, this sort of stuff. And then I contacted him a few years back again, just to kind of reconnect. And, you know, as he, as he was sitting somewhere on holiday, as he always travels with his family. Um, and his whole view was, yeah, well, you know, I just, of course I was going to be successful because I geared myself, I programmed myself to be like that. So interestingly, you know, there's different ways of, of being able to get yourself into that place. You don't have to rely on, um, just your own sort of psychology and those sort of things, but I'll get, get into that because I think it's quite important later on to understand what you can do practically to, um, to create a formula if you're struggling, even if you have your business now and you're struggling to work out what it's going to take to go to the next level. So just before I do that, there's a concept around focus, which is where you focus on anything, it's where your energy goes. Uh, That could be if you're trying to get fit and healthy, if you really focus on that, you know, you exercise, you eat well, you sleep, you drink lots of water, all those sort of things, you're going to get the result. Same in business. If you focus on the fundamentals of business and you break it down, you're going to get the result. doesn't mean you're always going to get the outcome at the time when you wish you would get the outcome. But I've never seen a situation where people who are absolutely focused on what they're trying to achieve do the right things put the right effort in, make sure, you know, there's habits daily, there's actions daily, they, they'll get there in the end. And that's, and that's the importance of focus, which again is a trait of mindset. And then something else which I find quite useful is a concept called the six human needs. And the best way to understand this is that all of us have the same needs. And this is something that's been studied quite significantly across different cultures different, obviously, geographies, different age groups. When I go into them, you'll start to sense what they are in in the order for you. 
But the best way to think about this from my perspective is we all have the same six, but you will rank them differently. And there's usually two that define the decisions that you make in your life right now. So let me take you through them. So the first first sort of human need is certainty. Um, the second one, coincidentally, is uncertainty. And I'll break all these down in a second. Third one is significance. Fourth one is connection or love. And then you've got a couple which are more spiritual. One's growth, the need to constantly develop, to learn new things, and contribution, which is which is obviously giving back. So if I break down the first one, certainty, what do we mean by that? So if you have a high need for certainty, quite often you will stay in a job for a long time, stay in a relationship that may not be serving you for a long time, you don't like a lot of change in your life and you've got a fear that if things change too rapidly, then you're going to get in a situation which you don't want to be in. Pain is going to be attributed to that situation. So then if it's uncertainty, what does that mean? Well, that means actually there's, you like variety. You know, There's a bit where you like to be a bit more spontaneous. And if you're stuck in a situation where you're not getting that, then you are going to be absolutely bored. And again, the, the trait of this, if I bring it back to the work context, is people who change jobs all the time. You know, they they don't stick at things because they they need to have that that sense of variety. Um, and you know, it's one of those things. How you get to these different things is usually a pattern of your upbringing and different experiences. So significance, and again, I'll be honest on this um, podcast, is something that for a long time drove my activities, and my actions. And that's certainly something where it's about how you are perceived by others. And, and if, you, if you're sort of thinking about this in your own um, situation now, you can start to see how debilitating that can be because it's all about competition, uh, standing out, getting the next promotion. If it gets to the extreme, it's about winning at all costs um, which can give you high levels of success on the outside and certainly high levels of achievement, but quite often you feel empty on the inside because you're chasing something which is actually driven by something you can't control. And one thing I've learned over the years is you can't control what other people think of you. So if you're really ranking high on this significance level, you know, you're putting yourself out there for something which is going to be quite hard to deal with, particularly if you don't get that that sort of acceptance by others. And connection is the need to be loved, the need to sort of be with other people. Again, if I link that back to certainty, you know, if someone's got high needs for connection and high high needs for certainty, then often they can stay in situations which are not the best for them. That could be, you know, personal situations, relationships, etc. And again, you can see how that can be destructive. So if I share with you where I was to where I am today, because I think it just makes this come alive, I was one who probably had high, certainly high significance needs. That was certainly my number one, and certainty would have been my number two, even though there are areas of spontaneity in that, um, which which certainly have driven my career to date. Um, I now focus much more on growth and a lot more on contribution. Now, that's not to say that the other things don't exist anymore. But if you have a growth mindset and a, and a view of contribution, just think about how empowering that is in your business. 
just take a moment to reflect on what that is. If you're constantly trying to show up and be the best leader that you can be, what impact is that going to have on your staff, um, your customers? If you're trying to always give back and help people get to the next stage, and that's your psychology, it's your belief system, you know, particularly if you do that without expectation, how's that going to change the relationship you have more broadly but with your clients? So, again, I don't expect everyone to understand this straight away, but if you, if you sort of reflect on it, and there's certainly plenty of sources you can go to to have a little more of this stuff, I can pretty much guarantee that this shift in mindset will make a big difference to your future success in business. In fact, I would go as far as to say when I coach or mentor entrepreneurs who are in that sort of wilderness of startup to scale up, this is the first thing that often takes them out of that position and starts getting them to the next level. So, I want to take you through a bit of a process now to kind of help because I said I do appreciate this is ethereal stuff and if I've still got you on the podcast, thank you very much. Guarantee it's going to help you at some point. Um, I want to take you through sort of momentum and how do you get it or how do you put yourself in a place to get it and what does that start to look like? So if you, if you think about your sort of belief system and things like that. There are five stages or five things to be thinking about, I think, with, with in terms of how you get to this, this point of momentum. The first one is, do you set yourself up in the morning with the right routine to be able to really go after the day? And for me, I have a morning routine. I do it first thing in the morning because my two young girls get up about seven-ish. And if I'm not sort of getting myself started for the day from, say, about 5.30 a.m., then I'm going to be stuck in family mode. So I'm sure plenty of you out there with young children can um, sympathize with that. So first thing I do in the morning is I, um, I meditate. I clear my head, I focus on the things that are important for the day and I also think about the things that I'm grateful for and I visualize my goals. They can be goals that I have to achieve that day, that week, that month, but there are certainly goals that I'm focusing on for the next three months and for the year. Then I uh, I use affirmations. Now, Affirmations are one of these things that, again, people think, what, what's that about? But it's, it's essentially priming your psychology again. And what you want to be able to do is you want to be able to set yourself up for the right type of mindset to be tackling certain things. So to give you an example of, of affirmations, it could be something like, I, I am a master at negotiation. I am a great leader. There are plenty of examples of what they are, and there are certain phrases that you can get off the website if you search around. It's off the um, off the internet if you search. And again, just priming yourself with certain affirmations when you um, start your day. Again, just get your psychology in the right state for anything that you need to deal with. And again, when I first started getting into this, I was like, oh, "What does this really work?" I can tell you now: if you get yourself primed and set up for um, the day. And you've got a tough, say it's a meeting with your staff or it could be trying to win some new business, all those sort of things. Um, 
you enter those situations with a whole different paradigm. And I've had significantly more, more success since I've been doing this, which is compounded over time, over a few years. And at the time, I didn't quite realize the power of it, but I certainly do now looking back in retrospect. So I do that. And then I, I do some exercise. I always do about 30 minutes of exercise. Again, just to get the, the blood moving around the body, get my breathing going, just to sort of, again, get my physiology working for me in a way that I need to. I then do some reading and some journaling where I, where I sort of review my goals. And if, if you want to get a really good start on this stuff, I recommend um, a book called The Miracle Morning by a guy called Hal Elrod. And he has a process in that which I've used for years. I've adapted it for what I want and things like that. But if you want to just start this and start to think, actually, you know what, I'm stuck. I'm not feeling where I need to be. I would suggest reading that book. It's a bit sort of in your face, American rah-rah at times, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, the principles behind it really do work. So that's the first bit. The second thing is vision and your why. And this is important for goal setting as much as it is for trying to create momentum around what you're doing with your business. If you're not clear what you love, what you hate, what your passion is, what you really want, what drives you in your life, then again, you're going to disconnect with what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. And that's often when the CEO, founder, entrepreneur becomes a bottleneck in their business. So Simon Sinek, you know, his book, Start With Why, is another excellent resource if you want to understand this. But if you're not clear on your why, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to make the next step in business. So you're starting to get a sense here that, yeah, fixing sales and marketing and getting leads in and all that sort of stuff is really important. Of course it is. But unless you're starting from the right foundations and the right baseline, putting those things in in place won't work in a sustainable way. So the third thing is about commitment, making the commitment to actually, you know, change what you're doing. A couple of people I've been working with recently, um, that's been a really tough step for them. And the reason for that is often people associate pain and pleasure to things. And even though they may rationally know that they need to change how they're thinking about something, they're very emotionally connected to that. So a classic example is you can sometimes get very creative people who start businesses and so they've got the passion, that sort of mad entrepreneur thing going on. But when they need to systemize and bring predictability into the business during scale-up, they absolutely lose it because it's just not what they like doing. So in that situation about decision to change, decision to commit – is often a reflection point back. And again, if you can do that because you've got yourself into a much stronger state with your psychology, it makes it so much easier to then almost let other people come in and help with what you need to do. It's the transition I often say, which is, do you want to be an owner and investor or do you want to be an owner operator? The difference being, if you're an investor You don't have to be there in the day-to-day. You can actually remove yourself from the day-to-day because you have the belief and you have the confidence to trust others to grow your business. You know, you can sit on a beach. Isn't that great? If you're an operator and you're in the business all the time, 
then often you're going to find it hard to, to scale because it's all about you. And again, all of that starts with your psychology and your mindset. So the fourth bit is about immediate massive action. And for me, that's about as you start to build models in this and you start to think about you need to drive change straight away. Um, and again, that's something which is really, really powerful. I, I talk about it in, in, in goal setting and I'll talk about it on another podcast. But you need to associate daily, weekly action to the commitments that you're making. Otherwise, you end up in a period of procrastination. So you're never going to get momentum if you, if you sit in that. It's another thing that people do. They create sort of excuses, but they don't know they're doing it. And that all comes back to where they are in their mindset. And then the last part is about measurement, really. So, and this is where it starts to become a little bit more real for people. So as you start to make these changes and start to create momentum in your business because you're making changes in yourself, start to measure what's actually working and, you know, assess what isn't working and take new action. And again, if you can start to bring that, this sort of agility into what you're doing, then you're going to start to make some big strides forward. So I've talked about, I suppose, the importance of beliefs, the importance of mindset. Uh, generally speaking, the, 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 what limiting beliefs can do and I suppose the, the impact of how they can really start to pull you back massively in your business. So the key thing is, I suppose, as a takeaway from all of this is if you're struggling in your business today and you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking, you know, I just want to talk about cash flows and, and how I can raise investment and all those sort of things, I implore you to step back a bit and really take some time to acknowledge, you know, your mindset in where it is today and are you in a position where you feel absolutely confident and bulletproof to take your business to the next level um not because you don't know what to do but is it something that's inter internally in you that you need to address and if it is then i think it's definitely worthwhile starting to build some habitual actions into your routine daily which starts to progress your mindset to being something which is more around growth and contribution. So that's it. Lots to think about. I'm, you know, I could go on and on about this stuff. As I said, I've studied it. I've applied it. I've coached it. I've seen how it impacts things. I think that the purpose of the podcast today really is just to kind of give people a sense of, of where it sits in the, the journey of entrepreneurship and how important it is in business scale up. And in future podcasts, I'll bring some people in who have some different perspectives on this stuff. Um, I'll certainly bring some more practical things um, into discussion so that you can go away and, um, and start to apply them in your business. But uh, that's it for today. Thank you very much for listening. Um, as always, you can reach out to me on any of um, the social media channels. I'm on all of them, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook. You know, put some comments in there, ask me questions, reach out to me directly. Always happy to help where I can and, and hopefully demystify um, some of the stuff that I've talked around today. Because as I said, it's certainly helped me in my journey and in my businesses. So again, thank you for listening. Um, and as always in business and in life, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now.